and welcome back to Tales of Me. As promised, we're going to start to get into the juicy stuff, so today I'm going to tell you the story of my very first boyfriend. Now obviously I am going to need to change his name for confidentiality purposes, and as we go along, probably any other names of people that behaved like complete tits. But we'll just start at the beginning. So today's story is all about Lee France. Now, when I was younger, I was your typical ugly duckling. Now, this did mean that I was a little bit late to the party where boyfriends were concerned. Now, I'm not telling you this for sympathy. It's just that it's really, really relevant to how this whole Lee thing panned out. So I'm going to take it back to my school days. So picture the scene, just going into high school and you've got your typical 11, 12 year olds. And then you've got this chubby girl, but not like a little bit chubby, but like chubby, chubby. The type of chubby where every adult that I met would go out of their way to tell me that it was puppy fat, even if we weren't talking about my weight in the conversation. And the type of chubby where if I would laugh or to be honest, even smile, um, my cheeks would push my eyes closed. So we're talking that level of chubby. Now, That's hard in high school anyway, but there were three things that used to really, really bug me, and they're not the three things that you would expect. So coming in at number three, it really annoyed me when adults would go out of their way to, like I say, tell me it was puppy fat. It wasn't. I was a little fatty and everybody knows it. So just make my chubby little butt run and help me fix the problem. But no, they were enablers, the lot of them, big fat enablers. Number two is the fact that kids are mean, right? I've always been tall as well. So I was tall and fat. I was a freaking giant and I was aware of it. I don't need you little runts to tell me that on repeat every day. But coming in at number one, now wait for it because this sounds ridiculous now and I am aware of that. The thing that got me the absolute most was the phrase, like a fat kid loves cake, because at the time, I really didn't like cake, okay? Cake wasn't my problem, burgers were. Now, this is even more ridiculous now. Firstly, because I love the phrase, like a fat kid loves cake. I find it quite affectionate now, you know, when you tell people you love them, like a fat kid loves cake. It's a sweet term. And secondly, because my lockdown cake addiction has landed me counting calories again. So the very thought of the fact that I didn't like cake as a child or a teenager is ridiculous. So they were the things that annoyed me most at 11, 12, 13, 14, basically all of my high school years while I was a little bit chubby. Now you have to bear in mind as well that also, like I said, I was really tall. I had ridiculously wonky teeth. And I mean, like some of them you couldn't even see because they were that far back, like completely wonky teeth. I had psoriasis, which people are still ignorant about as adults. So you can imagine as a kid, how much that caused me a little bit of a problem. Um, And also I am so blonde that my hair goes really, really white in the sun. Now, again, now I'm smug as hell because I will tell you something, hairdressers really struggle to get people's hair the same colour as mine, and uh, people pay a lot of money for it. So, uh, you know, suck on that. 
sorry, I got a little bit excited there. Um, I'm really protective over my hair. It makes me so sad that I used to be bullied for it and that I used to believe people and get upset about it because it's actually fabulous and always has been. Anyways, my point being is when I went to high school, I didn't really stand a chance. Um, now, throughout high school, in between all the carnage that I caused, and trust me, when I say I caused carnage, like I managed to get removed from a parent's evening by a teacher when my parents were actually there. And I'm not sure that that's a thing that happens or that has happened or will happen again, but I managed it. So um, definitely tune into my school days episode because uh, we had a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Anyways, I managed a fairly impressive glow up um yeah I still have my issues but you know the main thing was really my weight at that age that that was the most upsetting for me and I turned up to my prom in this tiny dress and everyone kind of looked at me and was like oh she's lost her puppy fat when in reality I worked damn hard but never mind we'll move on from that um Everyone was a little bit shocked, like even the teachers, because our uniforms were big baggy polo shirts or shirts with blazers. So it's kind of one of those things that on a serious note here, people still see you the way that you were. Like I can see people from high school now and I'm 29 years old and people still look at me like I'm this little ugly duckling, which is ridiculous because I'm a freaking personal trainer and I'm in shape and my hair is fabulous um and my teeth are now straight so baffling not nice don't be so judgy all of that drama anyways I've really really sidestepped into something quite serious there we'll talk about it another day my point being was at this point I was looking great and I was welcoming plenty of attention from new guys that I met. So I was late to the party, but I was definitely going to get a boyfriend now I was 16, right? 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 Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I did get a boyfriend now I was 16. So on to meeting Lee Franz. Now, this is a long time ago. We're talking 13 years ago at this point. Um, so the details are a little bit hazy, but I kind of feel like I went to the cinema with my best friend, Heidi, and a group of friends from school. Now, we were sort of with this group, but sort of weren't with this group. Um, me and Heidi sort of did school where we were sort of talking to everyone, like, the chaps, the emos, like alternative kids, partly because Heidi's nice to everyone and mostly because I was a bit of a prick. So anyway, that, that's how we dealt. So we were with this one particular group and we went to the cinema and Lee was randomly there. So I assume he must have been friends with one of the other girls. Now the details get really hazy here, but somehow this guy ended up talking and meeting both me and Heidi. So I mean both as friends and yet I did just do that little, you know, the thing with the fingers. I, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? I'm not sure I can say that on a podcast. I'm doing it. If you know, you know, you know. Anyways, friends. Um, what a load of bull. 
like honestly now Heidi is smarter than I am and she always has been and she backed off um so that I sort of ended up with him which was nice of her (laughs) kind of wish she hadn't no honestly I wouldn't wish this on her kind of wish she hadn't like the one like the one the first time in my life that I got the guy and she didn't any no we'll not blame it on her a little bit blame it on her but as you'll find out later on she did deck him so it's fine anyways both of us were sort of interested at the start and I I don't really know why because he was short and he had no chin and he walked like you know the sloth out of ice age Like, that would be an accurate representation of basically his whole look and his whole thing going on was basically the sloth from Ice Age. But I guess, like every controlling gaslighting moron, he must have had the gift of the gab. Like, he must have. So, you know, I've got to be fair and I've got to be honest. The first six months that I spent with this guy, like... He was putting in the work for being rough, you know? Like, he'd take me out. He was so sweet. Like, you could not fault him. Like, and I thought, oh, my God. My first boyfriend was so worth the wait. Like, I'm so happy. This is amazing. Why why am I doing this accent? I'm sorry. Um, But I was just like besotted with this guy. And I was like, this is great. Like, I am so happy that I'm now at a point in my life where I'm dating. Fabulous. What could possibly go wrong? So in reality, this was a three-year relationship and there is a lot that went on that I'm actually not going to be able to sit here and tell you. Now, I just want to put it out there straight away that actually, in reality, this relationship was fairly toxic. This guy was controlling. He was gaslighting me. And in general, it's really not funny. Um, He would read my messages and um, not admit it, but like come out with things that you you knew he had, but he wouldn't he'd make me feel mental about it. Um, I would go out with my friends and if I was going to be late back, like I would blame everything on them when in reality, it's just that I was having a good time. Like I'd only be out for an hour or so. Um, I lost a lot of my friends at this time. Um, and if I did want to go out, I can remember one day I actually took a change of clothes when I went out this is when I was 18 and I was just going to the pub for a drink um it was summer but I had to take a change of clothes because he would have it's one of those that if you've ever been in this situation you will know what I mean and it's I would have paid for it now he never laid a hand on me but mentally I would have paid for it if I'd if I'd have gone back in a skirt so it is quite serious but sometimes being that it's me and that I'm actually too fiery to be controlled and stuff and that there's a big spark in me that I just wasn't going down like that that created these really entertaining things that happened so I just wanted to take a little second out there to to let you know that I am aware of how serious this is but sometimes you know I can't be down about it like when when things are funny you've got to laugh so Here we go, my favourite stories about Lee France. So 
So I'm sitting here thinking about all the things I could tell you about this guy. Now, there are two main stories, the, the two biggest stories involving this guy. And it was when I started to fight back that have created a little bit of entertainment. And to be honest, me and my closest friends and my family look back now. If we talk about him, we properly laugh. Um, so... I do just think it's worth mentioning a couple of little bits that he did, though, that were like properly psycho. Like you just just men, they're just so confusing. So um, first up, like he made a big deal of the fact that he thought I was an absolute slapper. Like he really you're fat, you're ugly, you, you know, all of that nasty stuff. Um, and he'd probably make me out to be a slapper. And then he would put me to bed like I'm not even joking you um this bit isn't funny by the way this is like proper psycho he really caused me problems of anxiety and he would put me to bed at 8 30 um and then he'd go out and cheat on me but I didn't know that till later obviously but he would yeah like put like put me to bed um so that was fairly psycho and I can remember one day we sat in my room and um, I came out for the toilet and my big sister and little brother were out on the landing because my dad was actually making my brother a bed from scratch and they bear hugged me like one either side and I can remember standing there thinking ah oh, let me go and he came out and he just walked past this little sloth and at the time I was like oh my god I'm gonna pay for it but looking back now he scowled and his little sloth face like slothing along the landing and I just think Oh, um, yeah. So he did all of that. And another thing was I really wanted to break up with him. And I kept trying, like, don't get me wrong, I did. But you know what these people are like. And there was this one Christmas that he bought me like everything and I cried like I cried to my mum was like I feel so guilty like oh my god he's spent so much money on me I'm talking Ugg boots new tv this was at the time when SingStar was a thing on the PlayStation he bought me every game he bought me DVDs as if we need DVDs back then like crazy times um he did all of this for me and I was like oh my god I can't accept this because I hate him um he was guilt buying obviously which we'll find out what you did in in a little while properly in depth um but those are just a few more things just to touch on what i'd said before he did that was absolutely psycho like at the time just felt so different and now when i just think what was wrong with you like why he's not locked up i'm not not entirely sure but this is like a little bit of the background which will explain to you the next story that i'm about to tell so are you ready for the juice I hope you are. I hope you find this as funny as I do. We are going to move on to Lee France and the pubs. So I'm not even going to lie. At this point, I have told this story twice and had to delete them both because I've realised that I have said the guy's real name numerous times. If it happens again, honestly... I'm just going to let it go. You're just going to have to accept it. Bonus points to you if you work out what his real name is. Fact to fact at the end of the day. I'm going to tell you my favourite story. Um, shouldn't find it as funny as I do, like I say. Um, but this one really gives my dad and my big sister some severe entertainment. So... Me and Heidi decided we were going to go out for some drinks and Lee decided that he was 
going to come with us because obviously I wasn't allowed to go and do anything on my own without him. Um, I wasn't trusted. All of that rubbish. So we had a few pre-drinks at my house and my dad and my little sister, Emily, they were going to pick up a kebab. So my dad agrees to take us to the pub um, before he gets his kebab. If you heard that ding, that was my chicken nuggets and I'm buzzing about them. But I'm going to finish telling you this story first. Anywho. So the drop is off at the pub and we walk in and two of mine and Heidi's friends from school are there, both guys, and both happen to be Heidi's exes, which... Lee is aware of. Now, one of these guys been a very good friend for years and years, and I actually went to college with him as well. Um, we did bricklaying, but that's another story. Um, so yeah, like good friends walked in, gave them a hug because that's what you do in Deerham, or it definitely was what you did back then. And Lee decides that he's going to kick off. And I mean, you're a slag, you're this, you're that, you're the other, like really went to town on me. And the landlord heard him and said, you know what, mate? Oh, you're not talking to her like that. Now he tried to drag me out with him. He's like, right, well, we're going home then. And this was the first time that I was like, no, we're not. You're out of order. This needs to stop. So he goes outside. He should have got a taxi or rang his own parents, which he would never do because he was actually scared of them. His dad worked away and earn a lot of money tax-free and his mum was a housewife but she was just a snotty cow like I feel really bad for him to be honest um so he rang my dad and I was a bit like I, I you know when I clocked onto this I was mortified I was like oh my god like no so I went out and my dad arrived and I was like oh my god dad I'm so sorry and my little sisters just sat there in the passenger seat looking all sad because she's hungry like they are hungry she's now got a kebab on her lap that she can smell but she can't eat it she ain't got a fork so she sat there like that brad gets in the back of the car and i'm like my god dad i'm so sorry i've just done it again lee got in the back of the car i can't help it his name's Brad, okay? His name's Bradley, which actually, to be honest, now I've scuppered it for the third time, does make the be the end of this story a lot better. I'll keep trying to say Lee, but now we know, okay? So he gets in behind my dad and we're all they're sat with the windows down and my dad's like, do you know what? Just go and enjoy your evening because at this point, this geezer's been controlling me for so long and he's like, just go and have a nice time. So I was like, yeah, okay. And he's like, I'm going to take him home to his. He starts getting lippy in the back. Oh, no, I'm not going back to mine. All my stuff's at yours. He didn't talk like that, but that's what I see when I hear lippy. Anyway, um, it's worth noting that my dad is big, like he's tall and he's big. And a lot of people, most people, anyone with a brain does not mess with my dad. And plus the fact that my dad is lovely. Like we always joke. He did this test about like, aggressiveness or whatever and he's a th he came out at three percent I came out at about 89 you know so he starts kicking off at my dad and my dad's like do you know what stop so then he really kicks off and he, my dad says what happened I said well he started kicking off and he got barred so my dad said well what the hell and I said yeah he called me a slag so my dad's you know a bit pissed so he then sits in the back of the car this Lee, fake Lee, you can see what I did with the names there. Um, 
and he's saying, oh, she's a slapper, she's this, she's fat, she's ugly, like really laying into me and my dad is getting pissed. My little sister's gobsmacked and, and hangry, to be honest. Heidi was furious. I've never seen her so angry. And she was like, do you know what? Say it one more time. He was like, she is, she's a... And I'm not going to repeat what she said because, I mean, to be honest with you, my language has been a bit coarse in this episode anyway and I, I don't really appreciate it. I don't like to be seen that way. I will not repeat what he said because it was disgusting and you literally don't say it. She said, go on, say it again. And he did. I mean, brave. She grabbed his hair and she repeatedly whacked it into the corner of the window. She was just battering this guy. She was like, don't call my friend a slag. And I've never, ever seen any sort of attitude from this girl, like, in this way at all. So she's proper battering him. And my dad's, like, flailing his arm around, like, I'm, I'm doing the action, like you can see. But, like, really pathetically going, no, don't stop. You know, all of that sort of jazz. So, yeah, that happened. In the end, we stopped Heidi. Me and Heidi went off for the rest of our evening. And my dad took Lee back to his house, which was in Scarning. Now, from Scarning to Toffwood, you've got a couple of miles if you go straight across the A47, which is obviously a main road. Now, he dropped um, Lee off outside his house. And he says, look. He goes, well, I've not got a key. And my dad was like, not my problem, mate. Like, wake your parents up or just knock on the door. Like, get in. I don't care. Um, so, yeah. So he goes goes home. So my dad um, then drives home. They eat their kebab cold. They weren't very happy about that, obviously, as you can imagine. And then the next thing you know, the door, like, bursts open and <laughs> Lee collapses on the floor now this guy's been drinking but he's so psycho and so scared of his parents that he didn't have the guts to try and get into his house so he ran like the two three miles it was across the main road quite late in the evening um to get to mine so he sat on the floor and and my family are comedians and they just had enough you know like properly had enough of him at this point so my dad sits there and he goes, Brad, Lee, nothing. Like this geezer's not answering. So this was the game for a little while. They kept shouting him like that, Brad, Lee. You know, this went on for a while until one of them got up and checked him. And we're like, do you know what? He's been drinking. He's just been on a very quick run. Like, I'm not sure he's okay. So my mum's a nurse. They went upstairs, got my mum. Mum checked him over and then they basically hunched him over the downstairs toilet where he proceeded to pretend that he was too drunk to move um, and, and just sort of hung out there a little bit with his black eye. And that was that and that was fine. Now, I've had my lovely evening and I mean, I'm letting loose. I'm having a great time because I'm finally free. Like I feel like this sense of freedom. We went out. I can't actually remember any of the details of the night. So that probably is a good thing. We came back and we weren't expecting to see him. So we get back and he's like, 
hunched over the toilet. And I was like, for God's sake, like, what is he even doing here? So I went on Facebook on my laptop back then. And I sit there bearing in mind, we've like kicked him and he's pretending he's passed out. And I sort of messaged my sister's friend. She asked how I was, all this stuff, like drunk in the middle of the night. And I messaged her back saying, well, for some reason he's here. I don't really understand what's going on there. And um, yeah, next thing you know, so I go upstairs, get ready for bed. I'm getting abusive texts from this guy. And I mean, literally 10 minutes before, he's pretend that he's passed out over the toilet. Um, And then all of a sudden, he's like, up he's read my messages on my laptop and he's sending me you know perfectly worded abusive texts oh and I forgot the best bit as well he called the police when he was in the back of the car and tried to get Heidi for assault and then they basically um told him that they needed to talk to him sober and it ended in the police going to his house the next day and his mum freaking out so what a do she obviously didn't um press any charges or anything because it was ridiculous um but yeah he did actually phone the police so that was quite entertaining so obviously I was fairly angry anywho he started sending me all this abuse so I I show Heidi and I think this was funnier if you were there but she swung out and over the over the banister the landing she's like oi Lee she wasn't we all know his name's Brad now so she actually shouted oi Brad and he was like what she was like oh I'm gonna not do all the language but you can just imagine she's like do you want another black eye like like that in pretty much in that accent actually she's never spoken that accent before or after but that's how it went and um he was like she was like right shut up then and yeah then there was some more language so I don't know where he slept. I think he actually brought himself to the sofa and I, I told him the next day to do one. But obviously then this whole police pressing charges thing and it was very important that Heidi didn't get in trouble and I, I ended up forgiving him. Um, he, you know, got inside of my head after that. You know how it is. Um, but that was the funniest. I mean, I don't even... When I tell this, I don't think I've done it justice because honestly, when... We tell this story at home, like my dad and my sister just go, Bradley, because they were doing this for so like He just actually burst through my door and collapsed. Like they left him three miles away and he ran to mine. Like who in their right mind would rather run after you've told someone's giant dad that they're a slapper. And I mean, he really went into detail. You don't know what your daughter's been up to. She slept with all the things she's done. All right, sunshine, but you don't know either, do you? No. Okay, then. Like, once you've done all of that and you've been literally kicked to the curb, you'd rather run three miles and knock on your own door. You've got to feel sorry for him, haven't you? But I mean, it was out of order. Anyways, I'm just rambling now. That was the start of the end. Now I'm going to tell you, that's not even the worst thing. That's not the worst. It's this it's barely the beginning I am now going to tell you in the next section the reason that me and Lee France finally finally ended and I became free so stay tuned 
Hey guys, so I've had my chicken nuggets and a little break and I am now ready to tell you what finally ended the three-year relationship between me and Lee France after two and a half years of me trying to pie him. So at this point, my auntie was a manager of somewhere and she worked with my dad and with Lee so they all worked in the same place my auntie was the boss um I worked at a fast food chain a popular fast food chain so everything was fine um and at this this place of work that they all worked they had like a group of friends and I heard a lot about this girl let's just call her Lucy okay so I heard a lot about Lucy my dad got on with Lucy my auntie got on with Lucy Lee got on with Lucy now Lucy's husband was actually my boss at the fast food place now this always made for some quite awkward interactions because I'm a brat at work so my boss hated me like I don't like being told what to do and I just wasn't feeling it at all and also everybody hated him um so like when we'd bump into them you know like in Tesco's or something it was always really awkward um but that was just the way it was a bit dysfunctional but fine now this one day I get this random message from some squaddy who's basically attacking me accusing Lee of having an affair with his girlfriend or trying to have an affair or I'm not really sure what the indication was she apparently worked with all these people as well now I had never heard of this girl's name at all and I was really baffled as to why he was attacking me because honestly if they were having an affair we should be on the same team so you know confusing so at this time, it was really awkward. I, I went to my dad and I was like, listen, I've never heard of this girl. Who is she? Do you know? Like, is there any way that I can contact her? It's really tricky because I know you work with her, blah, 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 blah. Um, I said, and it's really weird because honestly, if if someone was accusing it of being Lee and Lucy, I wouldn't think twice. I'd believe it, but I've never heard of this girl. Well, literally two minutes later, I get a knock on the door and basically get explained from a third party now this has all started to unravel that actually um lee and lucy were being investigated and were suspended from work for having sex with each other in a really inappropriate place now i'm not going to go into details of where they worked or where they had sex but it was disgustingly bad like really really bad that anyone would do that like properly tapped so I was like oh my god now if I'm honest I was like this is even worse because I've got to go into work and like I said before like if two people have had an affair or they've cheated on you you should team up with the other person but honestly I hated my boss that much I weren't teaming up with him for anything you know so I'm if I'm honest can't remember if he got told but I know they moved away very shortly after basically she got sacked they moved away so that was them out of the picture but Lee had been suspended this whole time but was still coming backwards and forwards with his uniform on like really weird so obviously I found this out ended it he denied it denied it denied it and I basically said to him look but I really love you and I really want to make this work, but 
I need to know that I can trust you. All I need to know is the truth. If you can tell me the truth, we can make it work. He told me the truth. We didn't make it work. He got fired. Having sex with somebody at work. Because as if that's not bad enough. I mean, like, people have probably thought about it. Yeah, fine, but you worked for my auntie in the same building as my dad. So, no, you're getting fired. Um, I used it as evidence. got fired. Um... So that was that. But it was still baffling as to where he'd been going, like with his uniform on. But it turns out my auntie that was his boss has got a son. So my cousin, my cousin had an ex-girlfriend. Now, the ex-girlfriend had been telling my cousin, you know, they were friends. It was fine. She got a new boyfriend, but she couldn't tell him who the new boyfriend was. Well, actually, turns out that this whole time, um, the new boyfriend had been Lee and he had told her that I, I was dangerous and and would harm her because I, I was obsessed with him and wouldn't leave him alone. So, yeah, this whole time, like, neither of us knew that he'd been suspended. I then obviously knew he'd been sacked, but neither of us knew he'd been suspended. So he would put his uniform on when he'd come to me and be pretending that he was at work to her and then vice versa so he's just rocking around in this uniform as if he was going to work but he's actually just going between two girls and it was my cousin's ex-girlfriend so when she finally caved and and said oh look don't don't tell anyone because basically you i'm scared of your cousin um but it, it's actually lee that i'm dating you know this the it got set straight like there was messages backwards and forwards everything got set straight and and this guy sort of ended up a little bit shafted to be honest because what he then did was then he dated someone that I went to school with he then cheated on her got someone else pregnant and to be honest I don't know whether they're still together um what I do know is like he properly groveled and we'd bought things together like it was the in the time of the Wii's like everyone had a Wii we bought the Wii and all the games and stuff and like iPods and everything and the deal was if the relationship ends the person who, who is at fault has to give all the stuff to the other person. So, I mean, I, I came out of this laughing. I, I was living the dream. Um, but he made me this big old scrapbook of photos and drawings and everything trying to get me back. Um, but thankfully, that was like just my excuse. And I can remember feeling so free and so happy, um, but just baffled. And I mean, also what what kind of upset me the most and the more out of anything because I was so happy that I finally had a reason to get rid of him what made me upset the most was this lady and I I've forgotten to be honest with you I've forgotten what fake name I've given her I've forgotten her real name because very quickly I named her Easy Flaps so now when we talk about her we just call her Easy Flaps but I can't remember what her actual name is um Easy Flaps was selling her car for a really reasonable price and I really wanted it but I was like I can't get the money till Friday and this was like Tuesday or something and the cow actually went and sold it for even less money like traded it in you would think she could have kept that for three days after sleeping with my boyfriend at work where my dad was do you know what I mean Anyhow, baffling, baffling. Anyway, they moved away. I hear she maybe came back at some point, but I have no idea. I don't think I don't think he ever found out, but I don't know if they're still together. Um, like I said, I, I don't know what happened to this guy. All I know is 
that I never saw him again until I worked in a supermarket at the end of 2016 slash start of 2017. And it was when the Amish beard thing was in. So he came in rocking this Amish beard. And I can remember thinking, do you know what? God on you, pal, because you never had a chin. But now you've you now you're hiding that. You look better. But obviously I closed my till, opened another one and pissed off because I ain't dealing with that. Do you know what I mean? We don't need to take that trip down memory lane. So there we go. That was the end. That's what he did. Scandalous, I know. Um, little bit incesty, little bit twisty turny. Hope you managed to keep up with that. But that was the end of Lee France. Well, there we have it. Your first little bit of juice. The old lady shagging and drunk marathon running sloth. Don't worry, it didn't get any better than that. And I have got plenty more stories to tell. So join me next time for more Tales of Me.